1: to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves is part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you're getting your day is getting off to a great start. A wonderful Wednesday to each of you. You you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the Road to Atlanta Podcast all at BatteryPower.com, at SBN, across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we will be. Make sure you hit that subscribe button to get updated when all the latest great content from the Battery Power Podcast Network is is available. My name is Sean Coleman. You can find me at stats sac on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. And the Braves were able to bounce back. That's this is a great sign for Atlanta who over their past 10 games had gone 4 and 6. You know, they had had a good stretch of games. The pitching was certainly play, was was doing well. The offense was performing well. So coming into this past weekend, the Braves were playing good baseball, and the hope was that could continue as they went through another tough stretch facing off against two of the National League's best teams in the Padres, as well as... The Brewers. Well, unfortunately, the Braves could not capitalize on some good pitching performances over the weekend and lost two out of three to the Padres, and then they had it a, a, a historically bad offensive night on Monday. Well, thankfully, coming into Tuesday, some things that were good about the Braves weekend continued, but some other things that did not show up over the weekend thankfully showed up on Tuesday night, and it seemed like there's a recipe for success when it comes to the Braves. All they need to do is have their starter go five, six plus innings, give up one or less runs, and then just wait for Marcelo Zuna to deliver a two-run home run in the eighth inning to to help the Braves land a victory. That's been their recipe for success over the past four games this past Saturday. Charlie Morton was outstanding on the mound, though the Braves got behind due to a pretty bad fielding day when it came to Saturday. The Braves were able to come back thanks to a Marcelo Zuna two-run home run in the eighth inning tie in the game. That was on Saturday. Well, last night, it was exactly the same thing. Tucker Davidson was outstanding and earning his career victory. This wasn't his first career start, but it was it, it was the best performance we've seen from him at the major league level and he earned his first major league victory as a result going 5 innings, not allowing any runs. Well, the Braves were able to capitalize on that though they were already up one to nothing thanks thanks to a hard ball put in play by Ronald Acuña Jr. earlier in the game. Marcelo Zuna helped the Braves get some insurance runs in the eighth inning with a two-run home run, and the Braves were able to win 3-0. Now, there's several positives to take away from this game. Obviously, number one, it's the consistency of the starting staff. Again, four straight games now in which the Braves' starting staff has been able to go five-plus innings while allowing one or zero earned runs. I've talked about it many times before. If the Braves could ever find the groove where their starting rotation could consistently put them in a position to win ball games, that is when they were going to be able to start hopefully stringing some wins together. And though overall the offense has not taken full advantage of how the Braves have been performing, the Braves are now 6 and 4 or now 6 and 4 over their last 10 and a big reason why is because of the fact that the starting rotation is continuing to do well enough to give the offense a chance to be able to win games. And we're seeing that the late-game offensive production is starting to be there as well. So the starting rotation continuing to be... At this point in time over the past four games, dominant. But in general, the starting rotation continuing to do its job and at least giving the offense a chance to win games is a great development. And it's good to see now that we're seeing it over a few weeks stretch, as we've seen for much of May. The other thing is, is that Marcelo Zuna, hopefully is starting to get, you know, back into his groove. Through the first week of the season, Marcelo Zuna's power, Marcelo Zuna's production, it definitely was there. But over the past month since then, he has absolutely struggled. He has had a very hard time finding consistency at the plate. Now, Alex Anthopoulos and others have astutely pointed out, hey, we know that the production is not there. We know that he certainly is struggling, but we also have indications from, you know, the, the... supporting metrics, what have you, he's continuing to make hard contact. he's continuing to put the barrel on the ball. he's doing what he needs to do to be productive. the results just have not been there. Well hopefully we're finally starting to see perhaps a turnaround for the f- second straight for the second time in four games, Marcelo Zuna has connected on a no doubter when it comes to a home run and we know how much harder it is this year. To do that, that in previous years, perhaps Marcelo Zuna is starting to turn it around, starting to get more consistent as he's delivered two big hits over the past four games that have helped the Braves be able to get needed victories. And of course, the other thing that really stands out, the other exciting thing, the thing that we've been waiting on for about a week, Ronald Acuna Jr. is back. I had mentioned it, that you know on Monday, if Ronald Acuna Jr., was in the game on Monday, if he had got four plate appearances, I get why he was not. I'm not saying this because I felt the Braves were wrong for sitting Ronald Acuna Jr. on Monday. But my point is is that in as close of a game as you saw on Monday with the pitching matchups, with the pitching duels that we've seen so far in this series, you see how big of a difference um, – talent like Ronald Acuna Jr. makes. On Tuesday, Ronald Acuna Jr. walked twice, stole a base. He also was the run that scored when Marcelo Zuna hit his home run, and Ronald Acuna Jr. also got the first RBI of the game. The dynamic aspect of Ronald Acuna Jr. being able to contribute in so many ways— is what helps the Braves win these close games. And though Marcelo Zuna delivered the big hit, it was Ronald Acuna Jr. who arguably was the most dynamic offensive player in the game last night. And it made all the difference in the world. So yes, Monday was certainly disappointing. You can't have games like Monday night, especially with how well the pitching performances had been from the Braves over the past four games. But the good, a good sign, this Braves team is in a better place now than it was even a month ago is that they immediately bounce back. We're starting to hopefully see a turnaround for Marcela Zuna to keep the top of the order, you know, help the top of the order with Ronald Acuna Jr. back getting back to being one of the best in baseball, that's one thing to remember about the top of this Braves order is that though we've seen Austin Riley struggle, we've certainly seen Marcelo Zuna has, have his struggles. You know, Matt Olson's power production may not be where many have anticipated, though we'll talk about in a moment how he still has been very productive. The point that I'm getting at is, is that if Ronald Acuna Jr. is back, and is consistently at the top of the order, and Marcelo Zuna can get back to what he's capable of doing, the Braves easily could feature one of the best top-of-the-batting orders in Major League Baseball. And if that is true about this team, that's what's going to allow for them to string together the victories that they need to really get this season going in the right direction.
0: And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: So as I mentioned, it's great to have Ronald Acuna Jr. back for the Braves off, you know, a bit of an injury scare when it came to, you know, last week he had suffered that leg injury against the Red Sox. The Braves wanted to be cautious. Wanted to make sure that he was good, did an MRI, gave him some time off, and now he hopefully is back in the lineup, at least for good. Brian Snicker came out and discussed that the Braves are still going to take it day-to-day. Again, they should do everything that they can to be as cautious as possible with Ronald Acuna Jr. Yes, he needs to be in the lineup as much as possible, but you also want to respect the fact that he is still rounding into form. And though it's great to see the impact he can make, When he's in the lineup, the Braves want to make sure that that's the case long-term so they have every reason to be as cautious as possible. But while it's great to have Ronald Acuna Jr. back, it's great to hopefully see Marcelo Zuna be rounding into form offensively, and it's great to see the Braves' starting pitching staff really put together a very, very effective stretch of pitching. There's a lot of things that are, you know, again, trending in the right direction for Atlanta. You want to eliminate performances like you saw on Monday night. You don't want to have performances like those. But again, it's great to see the Braves bounce back. But a couple of people that we really haven't talked about that much this year are the major newcomers for Atlanta that have been added to both the bullpen as well as the starting lineup, and of course, I'm talking about Matt Olson as well as Kinley Jansen. Now, the great thing about it is is that both Matt Olson and Kinley Jansen, when you go to Baseball Savants, you know, metrics page, seeing how both players are doing when compared to the rest of the majors, there's a lot of red on their Baseball Savant pages. So that's what you want to see. That means that both Matt Olson and Kinley Jansen are performing at levels that they have considered consistently performed at throughout their career, but also they're continuing to show elite production even if in Matt Olson's case, for instance, the results may not necessarily be there. What I mean by that so far this year is this, is that Matt Olson he only has four home runs. Um, and, and at the top of the order, he's run into a bit of bad luck. His power numbers are a bit down from what they've been in the past. But that's not necessarily a negative thing. Yes, his slugging is down. Yes, his ISO is down. You certainly hope that Matt Olson will be able to pick up the power production as, as time goes on. Four home runs, 15 RBIs, but Matt Olson is second in the majors among first basemen when it comes to walk percentage. He also is near the top of, you know, the best first baseman in baseball when it comes to exit velocity, hard hit percentage, barrel percentage, and in terms of expected production, Matt Olson is right up there among the top five or six first basemen in the majors. So yes, on the surface... You know, Matt Olsen did have a bit of a cold streak, you know, at the very end of April going into May, but he is reaching base at a very good clip compared to his peers. He's continuing to make hard contact and he's continuing to show production at the plate like like last night even though he only had he did not have a hit in the game he still had two walks he's being a productive part of the order where even if he's not driving in runs at the rate or showing the power that that some may you know hope that he shows he definitely could show a bit more he still is being highly productive and again the efforts what of what Matt Olson can control the numbers show that he's putting in the correct level of production for him to reach what he did last year but also the results should hopefully catch up in time and we should be able to see that power surge at some point in time but the other big key for Matt Olson and this is a huge key is that the one other big positive trend that's showing up is the fact that his strikeout rate is continuing to be significantly less from where it was previously in his career. For instance, when it came to Matt Olson in Oakland, you know, he had strikeout percentages of 27.8% in 2017, 24.7% in 2018, 25.2% in 2019, 31% in 2020, but then he cut his rate down to 16 point eight percent last year which allowed for him to go up to another level as an offensive player and this year it's only at twenty point seven percent while he's also showing the best walk rate. Of his career, so of what he can control, Matt Olson is continuing to show an elite level of production when it comes to his first season with the Braves. Hopefully, the power production catches up just a bit, but there's obviously nothing wrong with the output that Matt Olson has produced so far, and you certainly hope it continues. Especially with him and Ronald Acuna Jr. being potentially one of the best one-two combinations to lead off a lineup in the majors. And then of course there's the big signing from the offseason, though it's for only one year, but in the form of Kenley Jansen. And we know now just how important that signing is continuing to be with the fact that Luke Jackson's been lost for the year, with the fact that Tyler Matzik has run into a bit of issues when it comes to his shoulder. And we've also seen it to where Will Smith has been experiencing some trouble, you know, over the past few weeks that we saw for much of the last that we saw for much of the 2021 regular season despite there being some inconsistencies in front of him kinley jansen outside of a few hiccups along the way has been absolutely dominant for the Braves from the closer position. Jansen continues to show very good control. He continues to show very good stuff when it comes to being able to produce strikeouts. Now up to nine saves on the season. You get that feeling once again that Kenley Jansen is one of the best closers in baseball and that definitely is a nice added you know, source of security for the Braves when it comes to knowing that if they can go into the ninth with the lead, you're probably not going to get the same level of rollercoaster strides that you have over the past few years, especially last year with Will Smith. Kenley Jansen is coming in and more, much more often than not, he is shutting the door and he's shown once again why he's been one of the best closers in baseball over the past decade. So overall, the addition of Matt Olsen, the addition of Kenley Jansen, after about their first six weeks in, Bra- in a Braves uniform, both are performing at or above the level that you expected or the level that you had hoped that they would perform, and they've been very welcome additions to both the lineup as well as the bullpen, and you certainly hope that that will continue on both ends as time goes on. But we don't have to wait. Much longer to see Matt Olson and others back in the lineup for the Braves today against the Milwaukee Brewers. A 12-10 start time, central time, 1-10 Eastern. It's going to be another exciting pitching matchup. Max Fried versus Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns is picking up right where he left off last year winning the 2021 Cy Young Award. This year, he's absolutely doing a great job of performing well for the Brewers, but the Braves have found some success in the past and even recently against Burns. You don't have to go back far; You only have to really go back 11, I believe 11 days to where you see Max Freed versus Corbin Burns back on May 7th. The Braves were able to beat Corbin Burns 2-1 on that day. It's going to be an exciting pitching matchup. You hope Max Freed doesn't run into the same trouble he did in his last outing, but it's going to be two of the National League's best pitchers on the mound. You have to hope, especially if the Braves, one thing that also really could have improve for the Braves is that in both games so far in this series, Atlanta has had a golden opportunity to take the lead early and it's not been able to capitalize. If they get that opportunity against Corbin Burns, you have to hope that they're able to capitalize in today's game. But if Atlanta can get the win today with Freed on the mound versus Corbin Burns, they'll have accomplished that goal of going 3-3 three and three or better versus the Padres and versus the Brewers, they would have, they would become 7-4 and four over their past 11 games. And now you've got some good momentum going into a part of the schedule where the Braves could really make up some ground when it comes to their status in the National League. It's going to be fun. Hopefully the Braves will get another needed victory. Max Fried will be able to find his fifth win of the season, and the Braves will be able to get another series win against the Brewers can't thank you enough for joining us here on the daily hammer the daily hammer the battery power podcast the road to Atlanta podcast all at batterypower.com as well as at battery power SBN across all forms of social media my name's Sean Coleman find us on any podcast platform you've enjoyed listening to podcasts for free just make sure you hit that subscribe button to get all the latest content until then we'll talk to you again soon here on the daily hammer Search Wix Studio today to explore the full range of features.